0: Love Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone, and live from Bijan Robinson's doctor's office. It's the Fourth and Inches show with Jenna and the Sherpa. Jenna, how are you this Ooh. week?
1: Uh, I'm—I was not as badly burned by Bijan Robinson as many people in the world were. Thankfully, I'm actually feeling pretty good because I put Deontay Foreman on a couple of fantasy teams before this week, so I'm feeling like I might know what I'm doing right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kudos to you How are
1: you, how are you doing, Sherpa? Well, it, in all fairness, it was One of them was on a team that also started Deshaun Watson, who put up a Negative 1.8 points So Deontay Foreman essentially was my quarterback This week <laughs> It's not It's not all no. good news here <laughs> oh, a that was good one Could be no. worse But yeah. how how are you? How are your teams doing? Other than your Giants um,
0: Good Giants, they actually won a game this
1: past it weekend, was nice.
0: which is nice. They have a good shot to win another one this coming weekend in their uh, quadrennial rivalry game against the Jets, and uh, we'll see. <laughs> Fantasy-wise, I had a pretty good uh, week, too. Um was feeling pretty badly in one uh, contest, and then had the uh, Kirk Cousins-Jordan Addison combo last night that uh, gave me the victory, so that was nice.
1: We'll take it, a little little uh, Monday Night Victory. It's always nice. We like that. Snatching
0: the victory you know? from the Jaws is defeat, yes. But, but, Somebody's got to do it. <laughs>
1: yes. Well, we've got a, an action-packed show tonight, as we do every week. I mean, how how could anyone say otherwise? But we'll be here with you guys for a full hour until 8 p.m. Eastern time so you can Sneak off and watch some baseball or hockey after us. Uh, But we will give you everything you need to win your Week 8 matchup, be it in Daily Fantasy, season-long, Dynasty Leagues, just trash-talking at the water cooler. We've got you covered. We'll give you who to start, who to sit, your injuries, uh, who to pick up on the waiver wire to fix some of these injury problems. We'll give you game winners, like I said, your Daily Fantasy picks as well. Uh, if an hour isn't enough, because quite frankly, how could it be? You can find us all over social media. We're on Twitter slash X uh, at the number 4 THN Inches Show. That's the number 4 THN Inches Show. You can also find us at JKIM16 and fantasy underscore Sherpa. I'm sure you can figure out who's who there. You can find us on Facebook at the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page, and you can email us at the number 4 THN Inches Show at gmail.com. And you can find us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. There are over 200 episodes. We've been here for 14 years. If this is your first time, where have you been? Uh, and of course, if you missed any of this, you tuned in late. You're you're here after the fact. It's fine. Download us anywhere you you like. We're all over the place. Um, the nice thing is this week that we are we are out of Bi-Mageddon. It's not quite as bad out there as as it was. <laughs> It was it was a tough week between injuries and buys. This week it's it's getting a little better, but you know we're not we're not quite all the way there. Uh, we we definitely still have some big game injuries, and we do have uh, another. Well, no, we're we're actually not overseas. We're not in Germany yet, I guess. So we're we're okay. We're mm-hmm. all in America this week. Next week, I think. Uh, yeah. Are we doing so we'll take it. tonight or is that next week? I think we're doing it next week. I think we'll we'll do it like on the actual actual day. We'll give you some tricks and treats, hopefully some candy right. as well. Okay. <laughs> but we do want to hear from you guys as well it. if you have yeah, if you have any any players you want to nominate for tricks and treats this year, as we always do very festively. Uh, feel free to send them our way, and we'll have that for you next week as well. So we got all kinds of good stuff. What are we saying about our boy Blue? or unofficial official mascot.
0: Um, he has actually entered himself and me in a, a Halloween uh, photo contest for Best Duo. Love so we'll see. I got dressed up as King <laughs> Kong, and he's uh Blu-ray. So we'll see whether he wants to <laughs> cut the mustard or not. He looked pretty scared. So I'm guessing we oh, might get so. him deducted for that.
1: Oh, it's it's authentic. <laughs> It'd be fine.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, that is Carol, and He is everywhere. He's an international cat of mystery, and I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if we're lucky, he'll grapefy with our presence. He might <laughs> <Why> not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mia's here asleep at the Switch, so things are, are pretty normal here at the Fourth of Ninja Show. <laughs> We'll get the worst of it out of the way first, and that is the always lonely injury portion of our show. There are some. There always are. <laughs> um, it's a tough week to be a tight end. Also a tough week to be a tight end on any of my fantasy rosters. So let's start with Zach out in Arizona. He was put on the injured reserve today with a strained uh, quadriceps that he sustained this weekend on Sunday. So he's going to be out at least the next four weeks. Not great, <laughs> not great. He is the the lead, leading target getter on the Cardinals right now, so someone else is going to have to step up. Look at it, you Hollywood Hopefully Brown. It's
0: virtually impossible. He's going to get traded uh, at the deadline next week. Very
1: tough to trade him. Very tough at this point because you're just going to pay him to hang out for three weeks. But what are you going to do? It, it's just one of many problems the Maybe Cardinals Miami have. Could that, probably any other there you go.
0: Either. Eagles might like,
1: want him back, he knows. The he Eagles would always want him back. He's beloved in Philadelphia. But Dallas Goddard did run him out of town. He's looking pretty good. Um, He's also, also in Arizona. Team, yeah, he also is. We're not wrong. It's, it's, it's tough to be tight end anymore. But also our weekly Kyler Murray update. He is still coming back from that knee injury. May not be reinstated from the pup list till after the Week 10 game. So he took some first-team reps this week at practice, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me if we're still three weeks out. But I guess good luck, Joshua Dobbs. That's a tough, tough nut to crack there. Um, so feel free to stash Kyler Murray if you're feeling really, really wild on your fantasy team. In Atlanta, as we mentioned at the top of the show, Bijan Robinson caused a little bit of a stir, but really Arthur Blank caused a little bit of a stir. Uh, old Bijan did not get any carries in the first half of the game last week, and reporters were like, hey, what's going on? And Arthur Blank, without thinking, because if you had been thinking, you wouldn't have said this, said, he's not feeling that great. We'll see how it goes. And then the NFL came a call in because he was not on the injury report. He is sick. He did carry the ball once for a whole three yards. People are cranky, understandably so. Um, They say he was not on the injury report because there was no doubt that he would play all three yards of his his production. Um, So he is expected to play this week. He's expected to kick whatever cold flu-like situation he has going on and be on the mend and an active part of this roster as he allegedly was last week as well. So. I suspect the Falcons are going to be getting a letter at some point in the near future. Though we did let Tom Brady be on the injury report for three years before anyone asked any questions, so maybe we're not that worried. Didn't about he it. have a bad arm um, or
0: something? Wasn't that
1: the thing? He, yeah, it was. A, it was um, his right shoulder, unmo- his throwing shoulder. Yeah, it was sore every yeah. week.
0: I guess it didn't bother years. him that
1: much, except when he played <laughs> in the Super Bowl Eagles,
0: threw for five hundred yards. Yeah, and a little walked. bit then.
1: Seems it seems like that might have bothered him, but. Yeah, so I, I don't know how strict we are really be in on this whole injury report thing, but it was a, a nice little headline today. Um, mostly people are cranky because they didn't make their parlays or they left their fantasy league, so mostly just gamblers. Um, in Baltimore, they put a beat down on the Motor City Dan Campbell last week and actually managed to stay pretty healthy throughout uh, with the exception of running back Keaton Mitchell. He... They say avoided a substantial hamstring strain. He just has a run-of-the-mill hamstring strain. Um, he's going to be, quote, week-to-week, as we all are. So keep an eye on that. They're dealing oh, with a couple day-to-day. injuries the secondary. Oh, yeah. I mean, at this point, I might be minute-to-minute. Sorry <laughs> <already> to hear that. Let <laughs> me know if there's anything I can do to help
0: besides reading the injury report.
1: <laughs> yeah, because nobody wants to be doing this. Um, also the Baltimore secondary, pretty beat up, but stop me if you've heard that song before. Uh, We'll keep moving (laughs) into Buffalo. Uh, Also another good place that you don't want to be a tight end in. Dawson Knox is going to be having some wrist surgery this week. Doubtful to play this weekend, not ruled out because he's crazy. And he thinks maybe he could still catch a football. I don't put it past them to try, but I don't think you should be starting him in your lineup. Just, Let's just stay away from this one, guys. Collectively, we'll all decide this together. Um, Running back Damian Harris, who we talked about last week, scary moment with the concussion and neck injury. He was officially put on IR over the weekend with that concussion slash back injury, Uh, so he'll be out for the next four weeks, which, quite frankly, it looks like his body probably could use. And if you are in any way, shape, or form a defensive tackle or linebacker, you're probably also on the Bills injury report right now. Hopefully some of you get a little healthier come this week because a few of you are going to need to play. Uh, Down in Carolina, coming uh, off a little bit of a bye week here, but we still not entirely sure who's going to be playing running back despite having a whole week to try to figure this out, Carolina. They're saying that – so Miles Sanders is dealing with a shoulder injury. He was inactive the week before the bye, and so he's – trending towards being healthy-ish, not all the way healthy, just a little healthy. So they're going to go, quote, a little by committee going forward between Miles Sanders and Chuba Hubbard, which sounds like not good fantasy points for either of them. So take that with what you will, see if Miles Sanders actually makes it through a whole week of practice, and prepare accordingly. Um, pretty much the majority of their safeties also are questionable this week, and I don't mean in play, just in health, not not shooting any shots at you guys. <clears throat> in Chicago, Justin Fields still dealing with the uh, dislocated thumb. He is officially doubtful and trending towards not playing for this week, which would mean Tyson Baget, Bagent, baguette? I never know how to say this right. Baguette. Um, baguette. There you go. Bajant, there you go. Uh, he is going to probably Baygent. be QB1 for, I like that, Secret Bajant. Makes up a lot. Um, it looks like he's going to be QB1 this week for the Bears again. Uh, hopefully Justin Fields' hand, his thumb heals up fast. I would like him to be able to hold a football again, but old Tyson Secret Baygent, do it did pretty well last week sig I'm self w um also injury wise we're looking at tackle Braxton Jones is dealing with a neck injury. He might get designated to return from i r this week, so keep an eye on that. A few healthier bodies on the o line would be nice. Guard nate Davis is not gonna play he is dealing with an ankle injury. Running back Roshan Johnson is in the concussion protocol, but they're optimistic that he will be back this week. So keep an eye on that because, again, not a lot of healthy humans on this team right now, unfortunately. Um, and also keep an eye out on their quarterbacks and sec- their secondary pretty much in general are also pretty banged up. So a little tough, a little tough for the Bears right now. Not as bad as some, but worse than others. In Cincinnati, Really just looking at a couple of linebackers on the injury report. Nothing too crazy there. Still not Joe Burrow on the injury report, which, again, raises some questions. But I guess we're, we've all just left the calf injury in the past. In Cleveland, Deshaun Watson, who decided to try to light my fantasy team on fire this week, didn't appreciate that, um, in all fairness, threw five passes, including an interception, and then opted out of the rest of the game uh said that he wasn't he they didn't put him back in to protect him but pj walker's life does not matter so we let him go (laughs) um they're going to continue to send for some testing i just love it when they say like that like we're going to protect him so this guy He's expendable. He's going out there. <laughs> like,
0: exactly. Way, he doesn't have way a to make someone... <laughs> million million <dollar> guaranteed contract. <laughs>
1: like, damn, way to make PJ not feel like he's holding that in a bag of chips. But okay. <laughs> so PJ was sacrificed uh, for the greater good, I guess. And Deshaun Watson might have some more tests done. They're not really sure – Maybe he re-injured some stuff in his shoulder. Maybe he just hit his head a little too hard. Maybe he didn't feel like playing football. I don't know. Hard to say. But um, they're going to keep an eye on it. They're not sure if he's going to play this week. If he doesn't, it'll be P.J. Walker. Running back Jerome Ford is doubtful coming into this week. He is dealing with uh, a low-grade high right ankle sprain. So low-grade high ankle sprain. say that fast. Got it. Um, he's likely going to be out for one to two weeks, so probably not going to see him. It's going to be the cream Hunt show this week, which it kind of was last week anyway. Moving on into Dallas, everyone's still hurt from last week and before the bye week, so still a bunch of guys we need on IR, still are on, on IR. Nobody new or fresh, so we're going to just keep rolling here. In Denver, another tight end rostered by one Jana is uh, hitting the IR again. Greg Dolchich, we hardly knew you. You came off IR, a game and a half later, you're back on IR. Ugh. Anyway, he's dealing with a hamstring injury. <laughs> it's, it's nothing personal to me, apparently. <laughs> but he's going to be out at least you the next four Tim weeks. And hopefully we'll be back after that.
0: <laughs> you should sign Tim Tebow and get, sign Colin Kaepernick to throw to him.
1: Yes. Yes. Perfect. I on
0: my CTV. Yes.
1: I I would watch that. I would definitely watch that. I mean granted my standards are low. I watch Cowboys games every week, but I would definitely watch that. <laughs> uh, so Craig Dolchich will not be playing football for the foreseeable future. And Kaywan Williams at cornerback is having another surgery yesterday, actually and probably will not be back this season. So they're a little light in the cornerback world as it is and getting lighter now. Out in Detroit, they got their feelings hurt. They got their pride hurt. A couple of other people also got injured. Um, DJ Gardner-Johnson still still on IR, not coming off yet. Um, David Montgomery is still dealing with a rib cartilage injury, probably going to be out again this week. I know we we had a week we were hoping it wouldn't be this long it doesn't sound like he's on track to play this week so have a plan b also marvin jones jr at wide receiver has released a statement today that he is stepping away from the team for the remainder of the year to deal with a personal matter his season is done he's going to be rooting for the team but he will not be adding value to your fantasy team or your daily fantasy team so um Good luck to him and whatever's going on, but you do need to find a new wide receiver. We'll help you with that in a little bit. And uh, Khalif Raymond, at wide receiver as well, was knocked out of the game with a hamstring injury. He's questionable coming into the week. And linebacker Malcolm Rodriguez, questionable as well. He was knocked out of the game with an ankle injury. They're also dealing with a couple injuries to their cornerbacks and their guards. So things uh, didn't get a whole lot better even after that game ended for them. But bounce back week. Fighting motor said Dan Campbell's happening. In Green Bay, things were good and things are now very injured. <laughs> uh, Christian Watson came back, was a healthy human for a period of time, and has now appeared to injure his right knee. They are, quote, optimistic he is going to play this week. I am less optimistic about that and very much not optimistic about his chances of making it through a whole game. So Maybe try to see what out there just in case you don't want to get burned by Christian Watson on your roster this week. Uh, tight end Luke Musgraves, uh who was in a walking boot when he left the stadium. That's an ankle injury. That was part of the uh, whole, whole situation with guys getting ejected and this and that. But he rolled his ankle a little awkwardly, very up in the air on the severity of it. It's going to go down to the end of the week. And they are also going to be without a couple of cornerbacks and safeties. Uh, Safety Darnell Savage is going to be out multiple games with a calf injury. Quarterback Eric Stokes is dealing with a hamstring injury. He's likely not playing this week. And cornerback Jair Alexander, who has not played the last couple of games, is not looking a whole lot healthier yet dealing with that back injury, so keep an eye on him as well. We're almost there, guys. Out in Houston, Tank Dell coming out of the concussion protocol, took part in unofficial practice today. They think he's going to be back this week, barring any kind of a setback, which is huge for the Texans and people around the world named Tank in general, which just is pretty badass. In Indianapolis, Anthony Richardson has officially decided he is not going to play again this season. He is having season-ending surgery to address a grade 3 AC joint sprain in his right shoulder. So the Gardner Minshew mania rolls on, people. Get excited. Uh, he will be. Do you think Aaron Rodgers will
0: him. challenge him to come back before the season ends, or no?
1: Mm, Aaron Rodgers seems to think he's going to be back before the season ends. I don't know if he's I believe Aaron Rodgers.
0: Anthony Richardson to do the same thing.
1: Maybe I know it's a different injury. I mean, but still, like, it's it's a more feasible injury than a ruptured Achilles tendon. I mean, did, mm. people are people are playing through that injury right now. Like, it's happening. They're playing right this minute, which <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a, a different a different setup of how his tear is or something. I don't know. But I hope he has a speedy recovery and he comes back fast. And I hope Jordan Love doesn't get hurt because then my dynasty team is out of quarterbacks again. We're already out of tight ends. Thanks, Greg Diltich. <laughs> Anyway, moving out of the Janus-centric portion of our injury report. Um, Anthony Richardson is done for the season, so we do have Gardner Minshew, which is the gift that keeps on giving. Um, Really, the majority of the injuries are on the defensive side of the ball for the Colts, particularly defensive tackles, cornerbacks. Keep an eye on those um, and just prepare accordingly when you're making your defensive rankings. A lot of injuries here. In Jacksonville, wide receiver Zay Jones is still day-to-day with a knee injury. That very much will go down to game time. So, again, have a plan B. In Kansas City, linebacker Nick Bolton is going to have surgery after dislocating his wrist Sunday. He's going to miss probably two months. Wide receiver Justin Watson is still questionable with his own elbow injury. He did not play last week. I'm sure you guys all noticed amongst all the Taylor Swift hubbub that justin watson wasn't on the field but keep an eye out for him guys he's healing feeling he's up in las vegas we have a whole lot of hurt feelings by one devontae adams who doesn't think he's getting the ball enough but he is healthy and on the field unlike quarterback timmy garoppolo who is still questionable with a sore back they're hoping to get a little more clarity as this week goes on so For you Jimmy G owners, keep an eye on uh, the news wires on Thursday and Friday. Get a better idea of if he's going to be in your lineup or not. Probably not, but there's a chance. Out in Los Angeles, Chargers lost their tight end Jared Everett. Gerald Everett, there we go, (laughs) on Sunday uh, during the game at Kansas City. He's got a quad injury. He is questionable, and he is going to be questionable all week long, so we're not going to know right up until game time. Wide receiver Jalen Guyton is going to be out. He is not coming off the pup list in week seven, coming back off that ACL injury. So don't all rush to grab him off the waiver wire just yet um also keep an eye on their their secondary a little bit banged up there as well the Rams running back Kyron Williams is officially on injured reserve with that ankle injury so he's going to be shut down for four weeks not great for the Rams but keep on coming uh also dealing with a couple of injuries to the defensive line Dolphins cornerback is Avion Howard we thought maybe was going to play on Sunday he did not get cleared he's still dealing with that knee injury so maybe next week aka this week um also Jalen Ramsey did not come off IR ahead of this game they were optimistic he would as well he's dealing with his own knee injury so keep an eye on those two that would definitely be a boost for the the cornerback room and the defensive room as a whole for the Dolphins who could really do with slowing some teams down so they don't have to score 70 points every game in Minnesota, uh, wide receiver Josh Naylor is officially on injured reserve with hamstring injury. Uh, he's he's thinking maybe, just maybe, about coming off, off of injured reserve, but I don't see that happening this week. So keep an eye on it if you're really, really deep looking for a wide receiver and your pickings are slim. We'll get to that in just a minute. Patriots wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster is still in the concussion protocol. He did not play last week. Also keep an eye on most of their offensive linemen. Everybody is questionable. Everybody is banged up. And that is not a recipe for success for one Mac Jones. In New Orleans, biggest name on the list here, tight end Jawan Johnson. Uh, Dennis Allen says he's hoping to have him back in the lineup this Saturday against the Colts. He's dealing with a calf injury. Does not seem to be too serious, but still something to keep an eye on. Um, and in New York with Sherpa's Giants, the winning New York Giants quarterback, Daniel Jones, still not medically cleared from this neck injury as it stands now. T-Mobile Tyrod Taylor is probably still going to be under center this week, barring some kind of miraculous Wednesday, Thursday, um, running back Saquon Barkley hyperextended his left elbow during the game. He says he's going to be quote, all right for the game this week against the Jets, and running back Gary Brightwell was knocked out of the game with a hamstring injury he's questionable going into the weekend as was running back Aaron Gray he is questionable with a calf injury so a little soft tissue action for the running back room unfortunately and worth noting cornerback Adoree Jackson also questionable right now as are several of the offensive linemen so Run fast, Tyrod. Run fast and far. (laughs) That's the advice I got for you. The Jets are dealing with pretty much every cornerback on the roster being listed on their injury report. Most notably, Sauce Gardner still in the concussion protocol uh, as of yesterday. So we are optimistic he'll be off and playing this weekend, but you can't be sure, so keep an eye on it. The Eagles are dealing with their own defensive woes. Uh, Looks like they're going to be out a couple of guys, particularly Safety Reed Blankenship, who's dealing with a rib injury. For the foreseeable future, they went as far as to acquire safety. Kevin Bayard from the Titans today for Safety Terrell Edmonds. A 2024 fifth and sixth round draft pick. So they're looking for healthy bodies today. And they got one. Also... Jalen Hurts popped up on the injury report. He's got a knee injury. is not expected to impact his practice or game time. He's a little banged up, but no cause for alarm here. Uh, in Pittsburgh, yet another tight end bites the dust. Pat Fryer-Moose is back on the injured reserve with a hamstring injury, so he is shut down for another four weeks. Uh, literally almost every tight end that I have on my rosters is now on IR, so things are going swimmingly. <laughs> The 49ers are going to be without wide receiver Debo Samuel again this week. He's dealing with a hairline fracture in his shoulder. Uh, They said maybe only a couple of weeks. It's really going to depend how this feels and pain tolerance-wise. So it doesn't look like he'll be playing this week. Also worth noting that tackle Trent Edwards is uh, dealing with an ankle injury, a moderately severe one. He didn't play on Monday. Uh, See how he goes as the rest of the week goes on here. In Seattle, another big name we missed last week, wide receiver DK Metcalf with the hip and rib injuries. Did not play, not participating in practice. Keep an eye on it. It'll be a game-time decision again, so have a plan B. Um, Also, their starting center, Evan Brown, is dealing with a hip injury. He didn't play last week either. This is part of why people get to Geno Smith so easily. like to get him back in the lineup to get Geno's numbers back up. Running back Zach Charbonnet is questionable with a hamstring injury. He was also inactive last week. Keep an eye on that, as well as most of their defense. Unfortunately, the defense is pretty much always injured in Seattle, so sorry about that, guys. In Tampa Bay, Baker Mayfield is officially listed as questionable with a knee injury. He was limited at practice today, as was wide receiver C.J. Godwin, who is dealing with a neck injury. In better news, running back Chase Edmonds has been designated to return from IR on Monday, so he could make his debut this weekend. We'll see how this first week of practice goes for him, but if you have him stashed, waiting for him to get healthy, now might be your time to shine, people. And in Tennessee, quarterback Ryan Tannehill, the biggest name on the injury report here, he is questionable with that ankle injury. Uh, They were coming off a bye week, but it still doesn't seem like it's sounding a whole heck of a lot better they're saying that if he can't play, they may play both Will Levese and Malik Willis in his spot, so not necessarily one over the other. Um, but in better news, wide receiver Traylon Burks, who has missed the last three games prior to their with a knee injury, was fully practicing all last week. So it looks like he's going to be good to go for this weekend, which is great. Uh, Nice little flex option for you. And with the Washington Commanders, just a couple of names to note. Safety Jeremy Reeves is undergoing surgery on a partially torn ACL. He is going to be done for the year. He's on IR now. And linebacker Cody Barton is uh, dealing with a high ankle sprain. So this defense needs to kind of get it together. There are several more guys banged up, but... Those are the most notable of the bunch. Do you think there's anyone left out there on the waiver wire for us, or do you think it's got to be Tim Tebow and Colin Kaepernick for my team now, Sherpa? What do you think?
0: No, I I, I have some uh, suggestions for your uh, tight end, we, but, uh
1: Thank you, be because it is rough out here. Um,
0: <laughs> so um, let's start off with running backs, as we usually do. And for me, the – Top two names this week are Jeff Wilson Jr. in Miami and Daryl Henderson mm-hmm. Jr. with the Rams. Um, Justice some maybes if you're you know looking <coughs> further down in the piles and dumpster diving for <coughs> running backs on the waiver wire. Uh, Justice Hill, Latavius Murray, Joshua Kelly, Kenneth Gainwell, Royce Freeman, and Cam Akers all widely available. Some other guys that I like more than them, but I don't like their matchups this week include Tajani Spears with Tennessee, Julio McLaughlin with Denver, Rashawn Johnson with uh, the Bears, Ezekiel Elliott, Jamal Williams with the Saints, uh, and Amari DeMicardo with uh, Arizona. Um, So it's a pretty long list, but I would say that – I know J- Daryl Henderson probably at the top of most people's list because yep. he got the bulk of the carries for the Rams last week. But I just think that uh, Jeff Wilson, you know, with the uh, Dolphins, is likely you know the, is part of a higher octane offense, and I think that bodes well for him this week. Yeah, I could see that game being a blowout and uh, him getting a substantial amount of playing time in the second half. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. I think it's a good, very good option. Okay. Uh, wide receiver-wise, the one that stands out uh, head and shoulders above the rest for me this week is Josh Downs in Indianapolis. Uh, some others that I like okay and the matchups are okay this week are uh, Tutu Acknell with the Rams, Jaden Reed with Green Bay, uh, Downs teammate Alec Pierce with Indianapolis, Marquez Valdez-Scampling with the Chiefs, although I'm reluctant to recommend any Chiefs wide receiver because there's just no consistency from week to week there. Uh, Jake Bobo, who uh, popped up in in the Mm -hmm. DK Metcalf stead for Seattle last week and had a nice game. Brandon Powell, who's now the de facto uh, third wide receiver with uh, Minnesota. Jalen Hyatt with the Giants, who seems to... Every other week or so have two catches for 70 or 80 yards. Uh, Juwan Jennings filling in for uh, Debo Samuel in San Francisco. And then a couple of uh, Ravens who uh, seemingly uh, rejoined us uh, from the football dead. And that would be Odell Beckham Jr. and Nelson Aguilar, who uh, didn't drop anything this week. Nelson Aguilar
1: is getting a lot of targets over the last couple of weeks, like way more than he should. But – and the volume's there, and like Lamar's going to throw the ball, you might as well pick him up.
0: Yeah, I think it all boils down to you know how good is Lamar going to be from week to week. If he can be at all close to what he was this past week, then know, yeah, not only do yeah. you have an NFL you know an MVP caliber quarterback you know running your team, but you know that should uh, mm-hmm. everybody on the on the you know, fantasy side should eat as well. Yeah. So quarterback-wise, you'll be uh, happy to know that head, and, above, head um, and shoulders above the rest for me this week is the one and only Gardner Minshew. I'm sure that makes yeah, you
1: happy. you're seeing the light. Um, <laughs> I have.
0: is um, not necessarily the best uh, real-world option, but in fantasy, those interceptions <laughs> only uh, count to minus two points instead of minus six or seven. Um Yeah
1: thankfully <laughs> other
0: other options that I could see rolling with if uh, he's not available would be Kenny Pickett with Pittsburgh and Tarod Taylor with the uh, Giants and um, some other options that I'm not don't like the matchups as well this week would be Derek Carr with New Orleans, Joshua Dobbs with Arizona Baker Mayfield with Tampa Bay. Also, we're playing Thursday night this week against Buffalo. It's an, not a desirable matchup. And then Mac Jones, uh, fresh off the victory, but uh, heading down to Miami against a team that uh, just got trounced by the Eagles and is probably not in a good mood. So um, I don't like those guys. And I'm I'm a little bit on the opposite side of the Kyler Murray issue. I know he's not supposed to be back till at earliest week 10, but if you're riding with somebody like Deshaun Watson as your second quarterback, especially if your team, if your league has IR spots, I wouldn't mind trying to stash somebody like that now and hoping that maybe he is an upgrade over Deshaun Watson in a few weeks. Or if you've got Jimmy Garoppolo and uh, that's either who you're starting or your backup quarterback, Tyler Murray could potentially be a, um,
1: an
0: upgrade for the last uh, five weeks of the fantasy regular season.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not a bad idea.
0: Okay. And now getting to tight ends. Uh, Denner's, um source of need. The two that I like the most there this week are Dalton Kincaid with Buffalo, um, especially mm-hmm. in light of uh, Dawson Knox's injury, and then John Ursenyak with Atlanta, which, for the life of me, I can't figure out how he's as involved in their offense as he is when Kyle Pitts there. I but I don't understand is, it. So <laughs> better not to argue with it. Just uh, go with it and uh, see what yeah. that can do for your team. And some others yeah. that are widely available, although I don't like their matchups as much this week, would be Logan Thomas with Washington, Kate Otten with Tampa Bay, Taysom Hill with New Orleans, Trey McBride with Arizona, Hunter Henry and Mike Kosicki. He of the uh, walk-off game-winning touchdown catch and last I think week. Mike he's and, not dead.
1: Uh, He's not dead. Yes, He's
0: not. still your... here. <laughs> and then and, uh, Foster Moreau with uh, the Saints. So those are all, uh, yeah. in my mind, lesser options. And then Gerald Everett and Luke Musgrave, uh, buyer beware there just because of the injury status. Although I like yeah. both their matchups this week. Is so there good anybody up. there that's no, no, uh, available there. to you or, or your league's so deep that uh, none no of those guys would be around?
1: Oh, I mean... In in our one dynasty league I'm just toast. I'm starting Tommy Trimble, which is not where you wanna be. Uh, <laughs> really really not, not ideal. But no, no. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> I do have some uh, some options in my other league. I like Dalton Kit Kate a lot. He was getting targets even before Dawson Knox was knocked out of the game, so I think that may be the direction I'm I'm going in.
0: Okay, and then finally, if you're looking to stream a defense this week, a number of good options. Atlanta on the road against Tennessee, Miami home to New England, Chargers home against the Bears, Giants whose defense has surprisingly played pretty well the last couple weeks, although, you know, at least this past week, opponent not necessarily the greatest. Oh, Buffalo, that was impressive two weeks ago. But anyway, they're seeing the, uh, off the bye week Jets. Uh, Jacksonville at Pittsburgh, Houston at Carolina, Minnesota at Green Bay, and Indianapolis, uh, home against New Orleans, and uh, a matchup that I don't like quite as much, but uh, Tennessee versus uh, home against Atlanta is also out there for the taking in mostly. There you go. Yeah, got some good options. Okay, so should we uh, start hitting the... uh, in the top 10 and tend to avoid lists? Let's get crazy. Let's do it. All right. Um, how about uh, running backs? Who do you like this week?
1: Hard not to like Christian McCaffrey. Even if his whatever oblique is not healthy, it looks pretty darn good. And so does the matchup. So Christian McCaffrey's the top of my list. Tony Pollard for the Cowboys, actually sneaking all the way up to number two, Austin Eckler at three, Alvin Kamara at four, and Jameer Gibbs rounding out my top five. Travis Etienne, Isaiah Pacheco, Saquon Barkley, Raheem Mostert, and Kenneth Walker, III rounding out my top ten.
0: Okay. Um, for me, I have uh, DeAndre Swift um, at the top of my list, which is more an indictment on Washington's defense and the fact that I think the Eagles are literally going to run all over them, the commanders this week. I think
1: it's it's nice that you think the Eagles will have it together enough to be like, we should use our best running back and just run him instead of like, let's have Kenneth Gainwell take a quarter. I don't trust them.
0: (laughs) uh, All right. I'm I'm going to – Anyway. I guess we can argue where you place him, but I definitely (laughs) think he's a – Top 10 option for this week, uh, Travis Etienne, Joe Mixon, Christian McCaffrey, Jonathan Taylor, who I think looked like he was finally hitting his stride this past week. Yeah. I know Zach Moss isn't going away, but I still think that uh, as he uh, plays more, Jonathan Taylor is going to continue to get the bulk of the – he's going to you know, um, regain the bulk of the carries there. Raheem Mostert, Austin Eckler, who I expect to bounce back from that poor showing this past week. Isaiah Pacheco, Tony Pollard, and Kenneth Walker. I, I, I. Uh, honorable mentions to Jameer Gibbs, Saquon Barkley, Bijan e. Robinson, Najee Harris, and James
1: Cook. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. honorable mentions.
0: Uh, how about your? So I have who's that?
1: Uh, Miles Sanders and Chuba Hubbard at all. I, I don't want to play the. Shanna Hannigan's here. Um, also staying away from Javante Williams. I I just think they're going to have to throw the ball. Uh, Najee Harris, I don't love the matchup. Jalen Warren, again, don't love the matchup, don't love the touches. Devin Singletary, Justice Hill, Latavius Murray, Craig Reynolds. That's it. I did it. Got my 10. <laughs> um,
0: I've got Alvin Kamara at the top of my avoid list for this week. Josh Ooh. Jacobs, Derek Henry, Brian Robinson, Ramondra Stevenson. I also agree with the Miles Sanders, uh, Chuba Hubbard combo and the Javante Williams, Jaleel McLaughlin combo. Um, also, not high on the Rashawn Johnson, Dante Foreman combo. Yeah. Uh, Jamal yeah. Williams with New Orleans and Rashad White with Tampa Bay. Don't like their matchups and. Uh, Amari DeMarcado uh, with Arizona don't like the matchup either this week.
1: All right. Let's get crazy and look at uh, old wide receivers.
0: Okay. Uh, top of the list for me this week in um, the recommended list. Top ten is uh, Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown, Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs, Amon Ross, St. Brown, C.D. Lamb, Keenan Allen, Jordan Addison, Michael Pittman and Tyler Lockett rounding out my top ten. Honorable mentions: Jalen Waddle, Devonta Smith, Jay Flowers, Christian Kirk, and Drake London.
1: Really like Jay Flowers. Really want him to finally hit us a stride. Um, we have a lot of overlap. I've got Tyree Kill at one, AJ Brown at two. For me, Stefan Diggs is at three. Jamar Chase is at four. Just more the matchup there for me. And Cooper Cup rounding out my top five. Keenan Allen, Amon Ross, St. Brown, uh, Adam Thielen, Brandon Ayuk, and C.D. Lamb rounding out the top ten here.
0: Okay, for me, I've got uh, D.J. Moore at the top of my avoid list for this yeah.
1: week.
0: Devonte Adams, Chris Olave. I'm assuming he won't be in jail. Uh, Mike Evans. You're hoping. You're hoping. Chris You're hoping. Godwin. <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins, Adam Thielen, Kendrick Bourne, Michael Thomas, and Terry McForrin, rounding out my tend to avoid and uh dishonorable mentions to Marquise Brown and the uh, Jerry Judy Cortland Sutton combo.
1: Well, we do have overlap. <laughs> I I also have the Jerry Judy Cortland Sutton combo combo platter on my void list. I just this Broncos team doesn't work for me. Put Craig Bilges on IR. I'm not at all bitter about this. Uh, Chris Olave landed on my avoid list as well. Even if he's not in jail for speeding and rhymes, he probably is a little distracted this week, and he doesn't have a great defensive matchup. Uh, Christian Kirk, George Pickens, DK Metcalf, healthy or not, he can't breathe well enough to run as fast as he needs to run. It's like, is really just that simple. Tyler Boyd, Elijah Moore, although if Deshaun Watson decided to play and play a whole game, I would think Elijah Moore moves much closer to a start than a sit for me. Uh, Odell Beckham, Jr., Jahad Dotson, DJ Chark, Rashid Shahid, and Rondale Moore running on my, my top ten-ish.
0: Okay, how about uh quarterback to the election, Love
1: Lamar Jackson. (laughs) I know it can't be this every week, but I think we're finally finding our groove here going, yeah, a little bit biased, but uh, I think he's got a good chance to win and put up some points against this Arizona team. Patrick Mahomes comes in at number two because as far as I know, Taylor Swift is still involved with Travis Kelsey, and they don't seem to win or don't seem to lose when that happens. So putting Mahomes up on the list, Jalen Hurts coming in at three for me. Justin Herbert and Joshua Allen rounding out the top five, followed very closely by a two with CJ Stroud, who I am very excited to watch him play football. Very, very into it this year. Uh, Jared Goff going to bounce back from an ugly game. Brock Purdy and Kirk Cousins sneaking into the top 10 this week.
0: I'm guessing that uh, given that it's supposed to be a chance of snow in Denver this week, I think that, uh, Taylor will probably not be making the trip.
1: I guess we'll find out how far the good luck charm will extend. Time zones, state lines, maybe. We're going to find out.
0: So Patrick Mahomes is at the top of my list. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa, Lamar Jackson, Mm -hmm. Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, Kirk Cousins, and Dak Prescott rounding out my top ten. Honorable mentions to Gardner Minshew and uh Gina Smith.
1: Gardner, getting some love. Look at that. You're feeling very benevolent today. <laughs> How about
0: uh, your ten your quarterback to avoid who's on your list.
1: I'm feeling very not benevolent here. Um Desmond Ritter. I'm I'm really, really done with Desmond Ritter. I'm sorry, I'm still not picking the Falcons to win a game. Uh Tyson Bajet, not gonna do it. Uh, Daniel Jones, healthy, not healthy, I don't love this, Derek Carr, Bryce Young, uh, Deshaun Watson, slash PJ Walker, slash DTR, slash whoever wants to play football for the Cleveland Cleveland, uh, Browns, Kenny Pickett, Zach Wilson, Brian Hoyer, Jimmy Garoppolo, et al., anyone who plays quarterback for Tennessee. So I'm I'm taking entire regions onto my avoid list, I think.
0: Southeast.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I just took a whole part of the country away. Sorry, guys.
0: <laughs> so for me, uh, Baker Mayfield is top of my avoid list. Uh, tough matchup in the Thursday really? night game. Bryce Young yeah. continuing with the Southeast theme. Mac Jones, who's not from the Southeast but is playing in the Southeast this week. Derek Carr, <laughs> Sam Howell, Joshua Dobbs, Russell Wilson, Tyson Bajan. Uh, The Brian Hoyer, Aiden O'Connell combo, which I guess isn't a combo because only one of them presumably would be playing at a time, and uh, Ryan Tannehill finishing out my uh, southeast uh, bias this week.
1: That's fair. Apparently, apparently we're both afflicted with it.
0: (laughs) Okay. I'm moving on to Taylor. What do you like? uh, Taylor's boy. Taylor's Boyfriend is number one on my list and number one in my heart or at least somebody's heart. Um, I think Mark so. Andrews, T.J. Hopkinson, <laughs> Darren Waller, Sam LaPorta, Dalton Kincaid, Dallas Gutter, Kyle Pitts, Jonu Smith, and Evan Ingram rounding out my top ten honorable mentions to George Kittle, Jake Ferguson, Noah Font, and uh, Gerald Everett.
1: Okay, we got some overlap. I'll take it. I have Travis, the star of Taylor's next breakup album, at the top of my list, <laughs> followed by Mark Andrews, who had himself a very nice day last week. Sam Laporta, TJ Hawkinson, and Darren Waller around out the top fives. Dallas Goddard checking in at six. Uh, Evan Ingram, George Kittle, Dallas K- or Dalton Kincaid, and Dalton Schultz. So all of the Daltons, come on down. You're in the top ten this week.
0: Maybe she could call that break up or pass you by or something like that.
1: There you go like that. Probably like <laughs> drop the ball. Might be a little too on the nose.
0: You drop the ball. You pass me by. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. We can do
0: this. Check back next we week. We got so you, Taylor. Right. We'll,
1: re- we'll reach out. Okay. <laughs> right. Send her a bracelet
0: <laughs> and see what happens. It's worth okay. for some people. Okay. Um, Tight ends to avoid, Logan Thomas, Cole Komet, Kate Otten, Chica Conquo, Hayden Hurst, uh, Hunter Henry, Payson Hill, uh, Buster Moreau, and Trey McBride and Mike May are all making my avoid list for this week.
1: <laughs> well, we've got, we have some uh, overlap in the avoid list as well. <laughs> um Luke Musgrove and the walking boot ankle situation, not interested. Uh, Johnny Smith, who, yes, is very involved in this Atlanta offense. I'm still not entirely sure how, why, and I think you have better options. Gerald Everett, injured, not great. He's going to try to play through probably. I don't want any part of that. Trigo Quanco in Tennessee. I don't know who's going to throw him the football. That's That's my biggest knock on him. Michael Mayer. Uh, tough matchup, Kate Otten, Tyler Conklin, Trey McBride, Tyler Higbee, and Taysom Hill, just because, like, what are you? Are you tight end? Are you not? It just, it's too much, so I'm staying away from all of it.
0: Okay, uh, defenses, who do you like this week?
1: I like the Eagles. Um, despite the injuries, they seem to still be still be a functional defense for the moment. Um The Ravens checking in at two for me, and the Jets at three, followed by the Chiefs. You're playing the Broncos. It seems kind of obvious there. And the Jaguars at number five. Then the 49ers, Seahawks, Lions, Dolphins, and your Giants coming in at number 10.
0: Okay, I've got uh, Buffalo, the Eagles, Houston, Baltimore, Kansas City, the Chargers, Detroit, Miami, Indianapolis, and Atlanta is my uh, top ten defenses recommended okay. for this week. Right. So I've got uh, defenses to avoid. And I can already tell Stay this able- is not going to be the week where all our picks match again.
1: Probably not going to be the week where all of our picks match. Um, staying away from the Texans, the Falcons, the Browns, the Bills, Chargers, Vikings, Colts, Cowboys, Saints, Titans... There are some higher-scoring affairs coming down the pipe here, people.
0: (laughs) Okay. I am staying away from a bunch of teams, if I can help it. And those would include uh, Denver, New England, Washington, Tampa, Las Vegas, Arizona, San Francisco, the Rams, Chicago, and Tennessee. This honorable mention of the Steelers, the Packers, the Saints, the Jets, and the Bengals.
1: There you go. It's an uninspired list. None of these inspire any confidence in us. (laughs)
0: Okay. Uh, Shall we uh, quickly rip through some game picks?
1: Let's get crazy. Let's look at some game picks. Let's see what we got going. Our always lovely Thursday night game. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: I don't think this will be one of the better games on the slate. Uh, Tampa Bay traveling to Buffalo. Buffalo obviously uh, upset uh, loss to New England. They've, they've blown a couple of games that game in the game against the Jets that they had no business losing this week, but I think they get back on track here in a big way. It's a Buffalo 31, Tampa 13.
1: I am actually taking Tampa to win this game, partially because it's no. a Thursday night game. Yes, partially because the Buffalo defense is actually riddled with injuries and maybe not that great. It's gonna be on the road. It might be more of a ground and pound them kind of game. And the Tampa Bay defense is like actually good. I'm not saying Baker Mayfield's gonna win this game. I'm just saying the Tampa Bay is gonna win this game. And I think they're going to win it close, 24-21. We're off okay. to a good start.
0: <laughs> Moving right along, um, we're gonna be Things two games in the well. in here because I'm actually gonna pick the Atlanta uh, Falcons. No,
1: don't do Tennessee. that.
0: Titans. What? It's um, happening.
1: Okay, I granted, Tennessee doesn't have a quarterback. They around. might not have a running back. <laughs>
0: they Might not have a wide receiver. You need one Fine. of them. You can't run the wildcat the whole game. I mean, Henry would be if you're going to run the wildcat. Are you be kidding pretty, me? As a Giants fan, you're going to tell me you to. can't do
1: that? You just see Quan Barkley for a whole three quarters of football to do that. Well,
0: I know, but they, it, they it shouldn't can be know, but it, Yeah, but I don't know. I, I just don't think it works here. I'll, I'll go with the, the Bijans 27, and the Derricks, 21.
1: <laughs> well, I'm taking Tennessee because I'm not taking in Atlanta. <laughs> I don't know who's going to play quarterback. I'm fine if that is Derrick Henry. That's Okay. Um, but I think Tennessee will find a way probably defensively to make a difference in this game. And Atlanta will do something dumb like back-to-back delay of game penalties or almost back-to-back delay of game penalties. I think Tennessee wins 28 to 20.
0: Maybe they can be offside for an onside kickoff.
1: Yeah. You know why not? You're crazy, guys.
0: Okay. Uh, next up we've got uh, Houston – at Carolina, CJ Stroud, as you alluded to, uh, probably very is uh, one him. of the more exciting quarterbacks to watch his development yeah. this yeah. year, um, going up against the guy that was taken to pick ahead of him, uh, Bryce Young. Um, Stroud has, I um, think, had a much better uh, freshman season, rookie season so far, and I think that continues here. I think Houston does just enough to win this game on the road. I'll say Houston 24. Carolina 17.
1: Hey, we agree on something. I've got Houston 24, Carolina 20, so a little closer game. But, yeah, C.J. Stroud, man, he's the real deal. I'm loving this.
0: Okay, Trevor Lawrence, he of uh, the he play or not. Oh, he just threw for 300 yards on a Thursday night game.
1: Yeah, very casually.
0: Travels now, takes the show on the road from New Orleans to Pittsburgh this week, and I think the – Outcome is going to be pretty much the same. They won three games in ten games, three games in ten days. I think it's going to be now uh, um, four games in uh, twenty days. As I think uh, Jacksonville will win this one uh, close game. Pittsburgh showing a little bit of life against the Rams last week, but I think Jacksonville is just a better all-around team. And even on the road, I'm going to pick them here. I'll say Jacksonville 27, Pittsburgh 24.
1: Yeah, I've got got Jacksonville, 27, and Pittsburgh, 17. I'm not entirely sure they're going to be as functional, but, I mean, they look better than they have. That's just not saying an awful lot. So I think Jacksonville, healthy or not, they're getting Tank Dell back. That'll be exciting. I mean, there's a lot of good going on. When there's a guy named Tank on the field, good things happen.
0: A slim guy named Tank, which makes it even funnier.
1: Yeah, I know. I love it.
0: Okay. Next <laughs> up we've got uh be one thing it's, you know, I don't know, um
1: Right, he was if, built um, like a tank. He's not.
0: Well <laughs> it would be something if you call if Jalen Carter's nickname were tank, you could say, Okay, I get that, but
1: you yeah. know, Nathaniel no.
0: Dell, not so much.
1: No. But, hey, it's no. his
0: nickname, it's working for him and he's having a good uh start to his career, so more power to him. Um, (laughs) Dallas off their bye, um, hosting the Rams. And I think uh, Dallas will get the the post-bye portion of their season off to a good start here. I think it will be a close game. And I think that uh, the Kuka Nakua and Cooper Cup uh, duo will give Dallas some fits. But I think they've got a little bit too much uh, on offense to – for the Rams to handle. So I'll go with Dallas 28, Rams
1: 24. Is that Dallas scoring 30 points and the Rams scoring 28. I think this is going to be a, a bit of a hard-fought game, and the defenses won't be as stingy as they should be. There's a lot of injuries on both sides. But, yeah, Dallas needs to come back and win this to start the, season, the second half or second quarter off of the season well coming off that bye week.
0: minnesota fresh off the monday night upset of the 49ers on the road against uh, green bay which somehow lost to denver and i i don't know jordan love looked great the first few games not so great last few games of course christian watson and Aaron jones haven't been around much this season and i'm sure that has something to do with it but uh Minnesota's defense looked pretty functional last night, um, and I'm going to pick them to be the difference here. I'll say Minnesota will, takes this one by a field goal. Minnesota 27, Green Bay 24. As the Vikings and uh, probably start to claw back in the NFC Central race, although they're still a million miles behind Detroit.
1: They they are still a few miles behind. Um, I'm also going to take Minnesota. I. If this were a week ago, I would probably go the other way, but there's a lot of injuries on Green Bay. I mean, Luke Musgrave is he going to play the walking boot, Christian Watson's knee. I don't love that. So while I think there are a lot of warts on the, the Vikings, I think they will still somehow, some way, Kirk Cousins will pull one out of his hat. I think they win 27-24. Okay.
0: Maybe exact same score on that one. Uh, yeah. Miami... Hosting New England, New England uh, fresh off the upset, um, and Miami uh, fresh off their defeat to the Eagles, but I think their uh, roles are going to be reversed this week. They'll return to form. I think Miami wins this pretty easily. I'll go with Miami by two touchdowns as Tua and the receivers, and he most starting pretty much everybody else uh, on the roster has a big day. Miami thirty-four, New England twenty.
1: I've got Miami 33, New England 21, so we're kind of right in the same vein. The problem is they're going to be down big the whole game, and Mac Jones is going to make some throws that he shouldn't be making because he's taking too big of risks or he's just got too much pressure, and that's, I think, going to be the the demise here. I don't think Bill Belichick can shut down both Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell and Raymond Mostert all in one shot. just can't happen.
0: Okay, next up, we've got Indianapolis hosting New Orleans. And I still like New Orleans' defense, but their offense just doesn't do enough to keep the defense off field for long stretches of time. Indianapolis, Gardner Minshew, somehow it works. And and I'll I'll go with them by a touchdown here. I'll say uh, Indianapolis 27, New Orleans 20, as Jonathan Taylor continues to get more involved than Michael Pittman and Josh Downs carrying the uh, passing offense load.
1: Yeah, I think for me the difference in this one is Jonathan Taylor. I think we saw some of those flashes last week. He's just going to keep getting more and more into this mix, and Joshua Downs is, I mean, great. So I think they've got good things to build on. Gardner can't throw four interceptions here, although he may very well. <laughs> this is a defense that will pick him off repeatedly. Um, so I think I've got Indy winning closer, 28-23. I just think they have more more weapons right now.
0: And the Giants uh, hosting the Jets and what's essentially a home game for both these teams since they're playing in the same stadium. But, uh, I don't know, this to me is a toss-up. You know, the Jets probably have a little more offensive firepower, even with uh, Zach Wilson. But uh, the Giants defense has been better lately, and seems like they're starting to get some guys like Wondale Robinson and Jalen Hyatt into the mix. So I'm going to... Yeah. Uh, be an optimist here and pick my team to beat the other New York team 27-24? I've
1: got, I've got them winning 27-20, uh, so we're not quite as close, but I think they're going to score some points. I think Saquon's health, healthy-ish, and that's enough. Um, and that the Giants' defense looks like they want to be a respectable defense, and I would like to see that continue. Um, I think they're probably fine with Tyrod Taylor another week and Daniel Jones get healthy and see what happens.
0: Okay, I think they have their buy after this week, maybe, so if they left yeah, so. him this week, then they'd have two weeks to, another two weeks for him to get right, hopefully. But uh, I, And just as an aside, I've had this conversation with several people this week about whether uh, Tyrod Taylor should be starting over Daniel Jones and you know, my answer to that would be no. I think Daniel Jones, you could argue he's not an elite quarterback, but, you know, my my main beef with him is just that he takes too many sacks, and I think part of that yeah. is because he hasn't had his offensive line this year. But uh, anyway, I digress. Mm-hmm. I, I still think that uh, if I could only have one of the two and I could have them both healthy for the rest of the season, that uh, I'll take Daniel Jones over to Rob Taylor.
1: I would, too. And Terod Taylor is a, an incredibly good backup quarterback, and that is very much an important role in this league. But Daniel Jones has the capacity to be an elite quarterback. It helps to have any semblance of an offensive line in front of you. helps with your decision-making, timing, things like that, little things that make a big deal in a quarterback's career. So. I'm curious to see what he looks like, either be it on another team or with, you know, at least, like, two or three guys in front of him that actually know how to do their job correctly.
0: And uh, Aaron Rodgers and Eli Manning are supposedly going to play catch before the game, so Eli might not want to stray too far after he's done with that.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Just in case.
1: He can Just be the emergency
0: quarterback on Sunday. Yeah. All right. All um, right. Philadelphia at Washington. I there are two games this this week where I look at them, actually three, but this is one of them where I look at them and say this could easily be a three-touchdown uh, difference. But, yeah, I, I just don't see how Washington keeps this close. Um, I, I don't know that Ron Rivera is necessarily coaching for his job yet, but uh, hopefully the new owner will a little more sane and patient. But, yeah, this has been a pretty rough patch for them. I'll go with Philadelphia. Usually, your uh, DeAndre Swift has a big game and uh, takes some of the pressure off of Jalen Hurts. I'll say 34-14 Eagles.
1: Ooh, ooh. Um, I'm going to go with 30 to 27. I think it's a close game. I think that Sam Howell makes some work for it. I think the the Commanders' defense keeps him in it, and the the leaky. Uh, secondary situation for the Eagles is going to let one or two by. So I think that it's going to be a closer game, more competitive, but I think the Eagles come out on top.
0: Seattle hosting Cleveland. This could be a interesting game. I'm not sure what yes. the shootout that Indy uh, and Cleveland was last week, but uh, Seattle, they do just enough to win, it seems, and I think that will be the case here, too have them picked on by a field goal. I'll say uh, Seattle 27 Cleveland 24, uh, largely on the strength of uh, Kenneth Walker III
1: I, I in the ground game. Old Kenneth Walker III. I, I. Um, I'm actually picking Cleveland in a lower scoring game. I've got them winning 24-21. Uh, I'm concerned who's going to be quarterback at this point. I think it's more the defense at Miles Garrett that's going to be the issue here, especially because the offensive line for the... Uh, Seahawks right now is absolutely atrocious. I'm worried for Geno Smith's livelihood, his health, his well-being. He's going to get killed this week, and it's going to be really sad. But like you said, Kenneth Walker is going to score some points, so it's going to take a little of this thing off, but they just won't have quite enough.
0: Another game that I don't expect to be particularly close, uh, Baltimore at Arizona, Lamar Jackson, I'm sure he wishes he could just press pause, bottle that, and play like that every week. But we'll see. Maybe it's just that they're finally more comfortable with their uh, new offensive coordinator. Maybe he's more comfortable with them. Or maybe it was just a good matchup last week that they exploited. But I think I like Detroit's defense better than Arizona's, and they made Vince meet out of Detroit's defense, albeit at home. But I still think they win this game pretty easily. uh, and Arizona just string until uh, they can either get uh, you know, kind of worried back or drop Caleb Williams but I'll go with uh, Baltimore 30 Arizona 17
1: That's the exact same score, we have Baltimore 30 Arizona 17, I just think Baltimore has got more weapons, they're a little healthier which seems silly to say Baltimore and healthy in the same sentence but Arizona just is the walking wounded right now and without Zach Ertz, like, that takes away a huge weapon here so I think this will be uh, a forgettable game for the Cardinals. Sorry, guys.
0: Okay. Um, Cincinnati at San Francisco. San Francisco, which team are we going to see? Are we going to see the team that started off 5-0 and or the, looked like the, one of the best teams in football or the team that's uh, stumbled the last couple of weeks and somehow lost to the Vikings and her cousins in primetime, which I know you're not a big fan yeah. of his uh, primetime adventures. No. But, uh, Anyway, One o'clock,
1: just, yes. Any other time, a, no.
0: <laughs> to me, this is a pick and game that could go either way, so I'm going to pick the Bengals to keep the extending the Forty ers woes. I'll say uh, Joe Burrow has just enough offense up his sleeve, and Jamar Chase runs wild, and Cincinnati wins this thirty to twenty seven.
1: I've got San Francisco winning this 31-21. to 21. I don't think it's going to be that competitive. I don't think it's going to be that close. I think Joe Burrow is going to have a lot of problems with this defense. Um, and Joe Mixon, the same. They, they're going to get slowed down enough. And even without Debo Samuel, I think Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, I think they'll be able to run wild on that Cincinnati defense. I've, I've got them winning 31-21.
0: Hey, another blowout in the making, or at least on paper, is Kansas yeah. City traveling to Denver. And who knows, maybe weather is a thought zero, but assuming that it's not, city wins this easily. I just can't imagine a scenario where Russell Wilson outplays Patrick Mahomes, maybe Patrick Mahomes. No. You were know, no. Hurt, maybe. Denver would have a shot, but even then, I'm not so sure. But I'm going to assume uh, Patrick Mahomes stays in one piece and Kansas City wins this 37-17. Maybe at
1: 35 to 20, that some of that's just like mercy points. I'm not entirely sure how I justify they could get to 20, but I think they they might. Garbage time is a beautiful thing, um, but again, this is just going to be a. a Potentially snowy, not very warm and pleasant to play in game. And Kansas City is going to lead early and often.
0: Okay. Another game between uh, two disappointing teams, the uh, Chargers hosting the Bears. Uh, I, you know, good on Chicago for, you know, winning last week. Tyson Beja was a great story, but I just – and. The Chargers have well-documented uh, troubles winning games that they should, but this one, I again, I just can't really imagine the scenario or script where uh, Chicago wins this. So I'll go with the Chargers to win this pretty easily, 28-17. And the uh, yeah. Sunday night game, this is probably not quite what uh, NBC was hoping for.
1: Probably not. Um, I've, I've got 28. 28- 13, I, I'm just a little more nervous. The Chargers have something to prove, and yes, they've found many, many ways to lose games, but they are a very talented team, and uh, our old secret agent is got some film on him now, and it's not as, not as much of a mystery, and I think that's going to be a problem for him. I think that Chargers defense is going to make his life a little more difficult, and thus the beatdown. Sorry, Chicago.
0: Okay, and then uh Monday night game uh, <clears throat> Detroit hosting Las Vegas. I have to say the Sunday night and Monday night offerings uh, at least uh on paper seem pretty uninspiring this week. But uh, Detroit yeah. you know back off being embarrassed at Baltimore. Um I think they'll have no trouble writing the ship, especially against either uh Aiden O'Connell or um Ryan Hoyer. So I say Detroit wins this by at least two touchdowns. I'll be generous here. I say it's only two. but I have a final score of Detroit 31, uh, and Las Vegas 17. Is uh, Jameer Gibbs has a big night, complementing the passing game.
1: Yeah, I've got I've got 30 to 20 Detroit winning. I I don't think Vegas is on the same level as this Lions team, and I think that getting punched in the mouth makes people think do uh, crazy things, and we already know Motor City Dan Campbell's got a screw or two loose, so I think this team's going to come out feisty and hungry and looking for redemption, and Las Vegas is just the team that got the short straw this week, so sorry about that for you guys, because it's not going to be a great day, um, but we do have a couple of daily fantasy options for you to help improve your day for all you reader fans and Bears fans and many other fans of these teams this week. Um so you know you know who you want to put in your roster. You know who you want to spend money on. These are going to be some value picks to help you get there, to help you spend that money and win the money. That's what we're here for. Uh, at quarterback, value-wise, C.J. Stroud is what, you, what you're spending, the ROI, the return on investment you're getting is definitely worth it. Jordan loves the prices right. Gino Smith, again, as long as he doesn't die behind his offensive line, is going to be a good pick for DFS. At running back, Isaiah Pacheco, Brees Hall. Care, uh, Kareem Hunt, all going to be good there. Wide receiver, George Pickens. This is strictly a volume play. He's getting the most looks out of everybody. Nico Collins keeps finding the end zone. Joshua Palmer, Terry McLaurin, even in a reach. Uh, tight end, Gerald Everett, a little banged up, but if you play, is the value is right? Dalton Kincaid, Cade Otten. And defensively, uh, the Jets and the Browns, both going to be pretty reasonably priced for you this week, gave you some points. So we have given you everything top to bottom to s- fill any injury holes in your lineup, to your season season long, your daily d- dynasty, everything. We've got you. You can win every argument in the water cooler or in the group chat. We've got you covered six ways to Sunday. But, of course, if it's not enough, one week, one hour, it just isn't. Find us all over social media. We're on Twitter slash X at the number four T H N Inches Show at J K I M one six and Fantasy underscore Sherpa. You can figure out which which ones which there. Uh, you can email us at the number four T H N Show at gmail.com. and you can find us on Facebook at the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page. And download this episode if you didn't hear the whole thing. You just want to listen again or any of our past episodes anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. Thank you so much for listening this week, guys. We'll be back with you next Tuesday night. That is Halloween uh, with some tricks and treats and some spooky surprises for your lineups. So we'll see you next Tuesday night. Thanks again for listening, and good luck this week, unless, of course, you're playing us.